How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Dead Jester Productions podcast, episode number 192. I'm your host, Josh, or Jay Moskers, joined this week by special guest, FPN Norway. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me to be here. It's an honor, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it. you taking the time to be here, man. Really happy to have you here. I'm excited. I, uh, I held us up a little bit. We're running a little late because of me, technical issues on my part. So I apologize, but I'm very excited to to chat with you for a bit. Um, why don't you tell people a little bit about what it is you do? You're a, a rapper, singer, music producer. You know, tell people a little about what it is you have going on. Uh, okay. First thing I go by the name of FPN Norway, if they know. And I'm Brazilian. I'm from Brazil. And I'm a rapper, singer, music music producer. I compose. I write songs. I record songs and, you know, I do all that stuff when it comes to, to music. And I've been doing it for two years, three years now. And it's, it, yeah, it's been a while and it, it, it's been good. It's been good so far. Um, I, I have a few projects on my horizon, but I'm, I'm focusing on my music right now and, and making my art, creating. And I think that that's pretty much what I'm doing. So I'm just uh, focusing on my music and focusing on developing myself as an artist and developing myself as a creative artist, as a singer. And that's pretty much what I do. Awesome. I, I have to ask, because I've never spoken to someone from Brazil before. Uh, being from America, we have this idea that there's an idea that goes around that Brazil is incredibly focused on football or soccer. Is it as part of the culture as people make it out to be? So soccer is very popular in in, in my country. Mm-hmm. By uh, not only for the the main team, but the the national teams too. And mm-hmm. people love soccer in here. Not only soccer, uh, we love all sports, but yeah. soccer is very very popular. Um. And yeah, that, that that's not that's not a wrong idea. Soccer mm-hmm. is, is really a sport that you know. I I saw my I saw my grandparents watching soccer on TV. My father watching soccer on TV, okay. and it's something that you you get you get to talk about at school. So it's a it's a very common topic, and it's very popular over here. Okay, yeah, they, there's the idea around here where. People talk like uh, how people from Brazil, everyone knows how to play. Everyone's like has the experience playing it. I didn't know if that was actually the case or not. Because like <laughs> where I'm from, specifically where I'm from in the U.S., it's not very popular at all. There are places in the U.S. where it's popular. But if you want to like actually get involved in it uh, to an extent, it's very expensive. So uh, I, I see what you're saying. And it's not that everyone in here knows how to play soccer or knows how to play well, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I take myself, for example, I'm not a good soccer player, but I played soccer at school and when I was younger. But uh, not everybody is good at it. But it's yeah. a very it's a very common topic, you know. Uh, it's a subject that everybody talks about, and people root for their teams and they go watch the games it's it's very good um 
but but it's not like everyone knows how to play well or everyone's good at it i'm not good at it and <laughs> a lot of people aren't either but uh, yeah i think you got it fair enough yeah yeah I, I was just curious like i said it's not often i get the opportunity to speak to someone that that comes from brazil so it's it was something i wanted to ask but getting back to the topic on hand is is your music you said you have uh, a new album coming out in january called dark desires uh, I wanted to touch on that. Uh, before we get there, though, I wanted to ask how it is you actually got into music and what what just made you decide to spend so much time focusing on it and, you know, making something out of it for yourself. Yeah. So uh, I always I always say that I music is part of my life since I was very young. Not I mean, not hip hop, but music overall. And I I got to study music since I was like eight or nine years old. I was taking piano classes. And then after that, I learned how to play the drums. And I also had singing classes. And I was, I was always involved with music. And about 2009, 2010, I was like, I was watching TV, you know, I was watching uh, music videos on TV, and I was seeing, I was seeing Eminem, I was seeing Lil Wayne, and all those, all those rappers that were doing their thing back then. They were, they, they were all over the place. Um, and I, I fell in love with hip hop. I, I used to watch them, and I used to think, man, I, I wish I could do something like this one day. I wish I could create like that one day. And it was like, it was like inspiring but not just inspiring it was something new and i was learning about it and i fell in love with it and i said man i i, I wish i could make that someday i wish i could record i wish i could rap i i, I didn't know how i would do it you know yeah. I, I didn't know if it would even be possible i had no idea how to do it but you know a few years later i i started to i started to to find out how to and I and I ended up uh, in here as I am uh, currently, but I think I was I was very young when when I started to to introduce myself to music, and but but you know the hip hop thing it's like it's not when I was young it's like a few years when 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 I when I was seeing those artists. And I was like being inspired and I was seeing them as, as models in music. And I was, I was astonished with what they were doing back then. Yeah. And this, this was always, this was always amazing to me. You see, I, I, I used to listen to those artists and I listen to them nowadays and they are still amazing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I, I, I think it's, it's love, man, because, uh, I love all kinds of music. I'm, I'm not saying I, I don't like other types of music. I listen to pop. I listen to, you know, I listen to other styles. But hip hop, it's it's special. It's yeah. something that that touched me as soon as I I got to know it, and uh, that that's how I got here, and that's how I I raised myself in music, and I think it's it, it's something I'm proud of and I'm happy about. Nice. How, how much, so when I was in school, we had music class, it was just called music class, 
and it was we did uh we use they taught us how to like play the recorder you know the flute instrument the windpipe instrument and then we would learn about like very old classical compose like mozart mozart for example uh like bach and it didn't really seem super relevant to like current day like music did you have like actually like when you were in school did they have classes as well where it was just teaching about like really old composers and things like that or did you actually have like modern music instruction yeah so uh i i have to talk about how schools work over here because we have private schools and we have the public schools mm-hmm. and they are a little bit different when it comes to the to the subjects they teach okay. and some schools teach a little uh some some schools teach things that other schools schools don't the basics they all teach but you know the private schools uh the more expensive they are they have extra and sometimes it, they they teach music yeah. uh i didn't i didn't learn music at school i was okay. i was learning music out of school like in music schools out of the traditional school because okay. uh you know as i was telling you uh my mom would will, will make me go to music classes and mm-hmm. learn piano so uh, i wasn't learning about uh history of music or music history yeah. uh, but but i was learning about instruments you know th- at least okay. the basic about it but uh i i i think that learning about music history is important too like knowing those artists you mentioned like mozart uh i think i think the thing is it's not that they aren't relevant I, in my opinion, they, they're still relevant, but mm-hmm. it, it was a different time. Like we have, Definitely. we have the music, yeah. we have, we have our modern music and, and maybe in 50 years, this won't be the music people will be hearing anymore because we got time and, and we got the, the ages and things change. So I wouldn't say that our music is not relevant. And I won't say that the music from the past is not relevant. I think it's, it's something that was from that time. It was, it was relevant in that time. And it's part of how music evolve, you know, how musicians learn and how the culture changes and adapts. And I think, I think that's part of the process. Yeah, definitely. Like that when you go back and you listen to the different, you know, time periods of music, it definitely reflects the, the mood of the, the time. And it, 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 it's an expression of how the people were feeling at that time. A lot, a lot of the times, at least, um, even like, uh, uh, like songs that like children sing. If you listen to some of them, like children, like, I don't, I mean, it might be different depending on where, where you live, like what country and things like that. But I know like some of the songs children sing like around here are like just, you know, normal, happy children's songs. Uh, but then they have like uh, Ring Around the Rosie. And that's a song about the Black Plague. You know, it, it's like stuff like that where they talk about having to like, you know, they say ashes, ashes, they all fall down. And it's just talking about 
having to burn the bodies because everyone had the plague and it, you realize how how uh dark and sad that is yeah but the kids yeah. don't get it you know when they're when they're children but yeah stuff like that and you mentioned like learning the piano did you ever have i don't maybe maybe you have since then but have you ever had the drive to just learn as many instruments as you could um i i always wanted to learn uh to how to play instruments and i i didn't learn all the instruments i wanted to you know okay uh actually i always wanted to learn how to play the guitar but i <laughs> I, I never could that was and the first thing how to play yeah no it's not because i haven't tried because i did and <laughs> It's because I don't have the skills. <laughs> Just my <laughs> fingers and my my hands, you know, it, it won't work. But I tried a few times, and yeah, man, maybe one day I'll learn how to play the guitar. But no I, 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 yeah, I, I still, I still feel like I can learn a few, a few instruments, and I can learn how to play them. Mm-hmm. But everything in the due time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I learned guitar when I was, I don't know, maybe eight years old, something like that. Can't remember. It's been so many years. Um, so like now I have, I have an acoustic guitar. I have an electric guitar. We have a piano. I have a didgeridoo from Australia, and then I have a shamisen, which is like a guitar from Japan. It's like a Japanese. Uh, string instrument it looks sort of like a guitar but it has three strings that's nice yeah i, I uh it was uh would have been three years ago during covid uh like when we were all at home we weren't allowed to go anywhere i ordered the didgeridoo and the shamisen and i learned how to play them because <laughs> i would play them uh, on stream for people i see it was a uh, uh, not easy <laughs> uh, I, I i i can imagine and this you you mentioned that the that covid time mm-hmm. and you know uh i think that was a time that that made all of us that were staying home and trying to be safe mm-hmm. to to think about uh, something to do and new things to learn. Yeah. And that was a time that was a, was a time for my, for my music to develop, you know, mm-hmm. because I, I also took a time to, to learn a few things about music, especially music production, music production. And, yeah. uh, you know, those were, were, were crazy days, but, uh, thank God we made it. Yeah. And I, I think that, we we could we learn something you know and i mean not just not just as as musicians or instrument you know i mean as human beings like there was a time of pain of course i i lost people i i think most people did too but we we had a chance to to develop ourselves as human beings watching the situation, watching what was going on. And, you know, <laughs> those were crazy days, man. But I, I think that it's like that symbol. I don't know. It's 
Ingyang, something like that. Hmm. Uh, from bad times, you also you also learn something that will will be good for you and that will, will yeah. be good for evolution. Yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting. You said you know everyone tried to learn something. Like we, I was learning how to do a lot of the work here at home for you know digest productions uh, in general. You know, learning how to run a business how to reach out to people uh, to create content with, um, cause I mean, what I do for my actual job is contacting people and working with strangers. So I was already good at, you know, meeting new people, but I, I had never done it, uh, in a way that I was trying to work with other content creators and, you know, people online to make content, you know, I was normally just selling them something or working on them or working on something with them uh, as far as like a business goes. So it was different. But then, you know, I learned how to, you know, make it so my stream was better. You know, our YouTube was better and everything like that. And then on top of that, you know, all the the instruments. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was kind of crazy. And uh, unfortunately, outside of that, there's a lot of people that didn't learn anything either at home or just in general, you would hope that going through it and watching, you know, everyone, like not everyone, but so many people going through loss, uh, people passing away and, you know, everything like that. Uh, you would yeah. hope they'd learn something about how to treat people nicely and, you know, respectfully, but that was not the case for everybody, unfortunately. Yeah, of course. Uh, and you were mentioning that, uh, I don't know if I can do this, but I, I, I want to talk about a subject, about a topic that uh, we are in September and you, you are mm -hmm. talking, you just talked about how we should learn how to treat people better and, you know, yeah. all this stuff. And September is the, I, I really want to, I really want to get to this before we keep going. September is Suicide Prevention Month, and uh, I, I really, I really think it's important uh, for us to to mention that because anyone who who's hearing us and who will be hearing us, they might be in a situation where things aren't good, and we we need to talk about that in society. We need to talk about that as a whole society and as human beings because. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, suicide prevention it's it shouldn't be just September but since we have this month to talk about that and you know we lose over 800,000 people every year to suicide and it that is the 10th biggest cause of death worldwide so it's not something small or something irrelevant and It's something that I like to mention because, as an artist, I care a lot about about the 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 health, the mental health issues, and I support that. So uh, I, I just like I just wanted to mention this and say that that support saves lives, and we got to break the stigma because uh, having mental health issues doesn't make nobody weak, and it doesn't mean that people are. Uh, seeking for attention or something like that. So if anyone just is not feeling, it's not feeling well, or it's going through hard times or depression, uh, 
just just uh, look for someone, look for help, look for support in mental health, with mental health professionals, and things will be all right, things will be fine. And and this is a this is a subject that that we gotta discuss as a as a society, and it's a problem we gotta solve as a society. So uh, I'm I'm sorry for this, uh, but I, I I just it just came back to my I mind. It. I wanted I wanted to talk about that. And to mention that because to me is very important. So, yeah, man. Yeah, no, there's there's definitely the idea that you know a lot of times people think that they, you know, if they're going through something that they just need to push their way through it on their own, and that's definitely not the case. Yeah, there's so many resources you can reach out to. Um, not even just hotline. There, I mean, obviously with the hotlines, but you know, there's mental wellness you know, websites and things like that. You can reach out to online, in person. Uh, there's a lot of resources uh, and it's important that people take advantage of those when they can because it's it's very useful and it's, it's very important. Uh, you see it too often where, uh, you know, people make assumptions, you know, of, oh, that person, you know, this person seemed fine and it, you know, just out of nowhere you know, we never realized that they were actually, you know, depressed or, you know, they were going through anything at all. Uh, it's important to, not only for individuals who are going through something to reach out, but just in general, like keeping in touch with, you know, friends and family and things like that too, just checking in on people. Uh, I know we had uh, issues with that during COVID of like family members. I'm talking from my personal perspective now of just not being able okay. to see family members be around them and things like that. And so we had family members that were just on their own, uh, for like eight months and that's not healthy to be on your own for that long. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's just important to, to stay in contact with the people, your, your, uh, friends and family and everything like that. But yeah, yeah I, thank you for, for bringing it up, man. I appreciate that. It was a, that is an important thing to bring up. No, no. I was just saying that uh, you're right. Sometimes uh, people don't realize that something is going on with mm-hmm. the loved ones. But, you know, the signs, they exist. They are mm-hmm. there, but we don't see them. And sometimes when we see it's too late. So um, it, it's a very complicated topic. And <clears throat> I think... I think a lot of people might need help, but they don't know how to reach out. They don't know what to do. And they just, they just keep going. They just keep, they just keep it to themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so that's an issue. And, and, and as a society, we got to talk about that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. And that is important. Yeah. That, like I said, there's, there's definitely a stigma around it too, where people feel like it's embarrassing to seek help. And uh, that shouldn't be the case. You should, no one should ever feel embarrassed for reaching out for help. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, it becomes less stigmatized and more people become more open-minded about it uh, in, the, in the future as quickly as possible. Because like I said, so often, especially with uh, like young, not necessarily just children, but like younger people, uh, you know, they're trying to find their way in the world and they just, they cannot find a, a path for themselves. And 
you know, if they're in like if kids in school that are getting bullied, yeah. things like that, they, uh, they're just scared that if they reach out, they're going to get made fun of even more. And, uh, that's definitely not gonna, that's not the case. Totally. And, you know, uh, I don't know, man, I, I think that we are, we are getting sick as, as people and not, not just physically, but mentally, we are, we're all getting sick because, uh, our society sometimes it, it pushes us too much. So you you just talked about, uh, kids being bullied and things like that. And that is just one problem because we have, we have kids being bullied and we have women losing their rights and we have mm-hmm. racism against black people and we have, you know, all this stuff happening at the same time. And, and not to mention the competition that this, this capitalism system makes us live in, like we're all in a competition and we want to mm-hmm. make more money and we're all distant from each other. Like this is not healthy for our mental. This is not healthy for our emotions and it, it, it getting us it getting it getting everyone sick man like not not just physically because i think that we 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 lose we lose the little fights you know we lose the little battles and then we start to lose the war against the situations so i i, I just saw on the news a few days ago uh how how the, the the women rights are being treated in in US and I, I saw some decisions and things like that um, and it, it's really something that made me feel made me feel made me feel bad about it you know mm-hmm. uh, I, I I went to look after I went to look up to that and I just found out that the number of women, dying during their pregnancy or during birth is raising like it's mm-hmm. raising a lot in the last years yeah and we, we had like in us we had like according to cdc we had like uh 800 about 800 deaths in 2018 or 2019 and in 2021 we had more than 1200 so we are talking about uh, maternal mortality and yeah. women are dying. And when, when we look to the situation as a society, uh, we see that, man, authorities and most people, they are not fighting for women's rights. They are fighting against their rights, you know? So they fight against their rights. They say, no, you, you don't have control over your body or... Uh, things like that. And we have, we see these numbers growing, this terrible numbers growing in the, in the last years. And it just, it just makes me feel bad because I want to see uh, everybody having dignity and living with dignity anywhere in the world. It doesn't matter the country. And mm-hmm. when, when you, when I, when I read about this, I, I found out that Hispanic and black women they die like three times more in the situations uh, like uh, during birth or after. So 
man, that that's that's just not that's just that's horrible. And we gotta see each other as human beings, and we gotta we gotta stop the hate, and we gotta make way to love people and to and to fight for the right things because I think everybody is being sick and you know depression is, is part of this because it's not it's not a cause it's it's in my opinion it's a consequence of the way we live of the lifestyle we we've been uh we've been introduced to and we've been treating it like it yeah it's like that it's the right way and no it's not everybody is getting sick everybody's getting depressed black people are suffering lgbt community suffer, community suffering so how is that how, how is that even right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i i think as human beings we still have a lot to evolve we still have a lot to develop but i think the the important thing is for us to talk about that because if we don't talk about that the 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 development will never happen like it it will always be a uh a taboo or something uh and i i don't think we don't want that as a society I think we just want everybody to live with dignity and and be happy, you know. Yeah, that, that, think, that just. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. No, no, uh, I just finished. Uh, I was gonna say I think a lot of people have the mindset of they don't want to fight for other people they, until it becomes a problem for them. You know, it if it doesn't affect them, and so they just ignore it, and they ignore it, and they ignore it, and then it becomes a problem for them. And they wonder why nobody has done anything about it, how it's been allowed to happen. And uh, I, I see that sort of thing happening now. Not that women haven't been fighting for their rights. I'm saying like this is, you know, they're having their rights taken away. Uh, you know, people, like, you know, the LGBT community is having their rights taken away. Black people, yeah. Hispanic people, like their rights are being taken away. And you have, you know, this other class of like uh, middle class white people, you know, poor white people, whatever who are just letting it happen because it doesn't affect them yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. And I, I don't know, I don't know how it is in the U S but mm-hmm. here in my country, it's, it's something very, very strange, very weird to me. And, you know, those middle, middle-class white people, mm-hmm. they, I don't know why, but they think they are, in a elite or something they mm-hmm. act like they were rich but man you you're just like everybody you're you're part of the population um okay. and i don't know man i think do with like the news and like political like i i can only speak for for like my experience but it seems like a lot of times like the people will say they'll they'll be against something because they don't realize what it is or they've been tricked by, you know, the, the politician they follow the most or like the news channels that they follow the most. And they're almost tricked into giving away their rights, thinking that it'll, uh, you know, hurt the people they don't agree with, which to yeah. me already seems like a problem. Like you shouldn't be trying to hurt people just because you disagree with them. Of course. Uh, but that seems to be like a real motivating factor for a lot of what happens in politics in the U S right now, you know, especially with, uh, like the LGBT community, LGBTQ plus, uh, you know, especially with like transgender, uh, you know, rights and things like that. That is a huge talking point for a lot of people 
where they are wildly against, you know, transgender people in general. And so they do not care what happens in, you know, that and abortion. Uh, they're two huge topics right now uh, where these people don't care who it hurts. They just don't want, you know, abortions allowed in there where they live. They don't want people to be able to be transgender where they live and they don't care what happens. And now you see it in some of these states where they've banned, you know, transgender, like gender affirming surgery or uh, uh, the gender, uh, oh, what is it called? It's the medicine that suppresses like their uh, puberty, essentially. And abortion, they ban all these things. And because of the way the laws are made, people uh, like doctors are quitting because they can't do their job without getting in trouble. And so now they have a lot of issues where hospitals don't have employees that they need. They, they're just, they don't have anyone there. So people are having to travel out of state just to, you know, have their children because it's just too dangerous in their own states. But they don't realize that they're causing these problems for themselves by being hateful towards other people. Of course. Oh, I totally agree with you. And, you know, man, uh, oh, th this topics make, make me feel, makes me feel bad because, you know, I, I have closed cases and I know what people go through. I know how hard it is to, to be yourself. And sometimes you don't even feel safe enough to be yourself in front of your family, in front of your own family, you know? Mm -hmm. So you, you just gotta put yourself trade, trade shoes with the other person and try to imagine what, what one's going through. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, man, I, I just think, uh, we need to change the mindset and the way we think because, When we look at the numbers, humanity is not doing well and people are not doing well. And if if we have uh, black people suffering, if we have LGBT plus community suffering, if we have women suffering, if we have global warming, we're doing something wrong, right? We can't be doing it right because if, if we were doing it right, things wouldn't be like this. And... In my country, I I don't know, man. It's just that in here we we had some crazy years. Uh, we had we, the last four years from 2019 to 2022. They mm -hmm. were they were uh, very heavy. And you had I think you're uh, I forget his name. I don't follow it close enough. I apologize. Your president, I think, fled to Florida. I think after the election, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that that was the end of the situation because uh, he won the election in twenty in twenty eighteen. But during COVID, he was he was saying creepy stuff, and a journalist would get to him and say, "Mr. President, today our country got to one hundred k people dead." by COVID and he would, and, and he would look at, look to the journalist and say, so what, man, what do you want me to do? You, you don't need to, to believe in me. Look it up on Google, look it up on YouTube. 
It, mm. it's, it's all over the media. He really said things like that. He was imitating people dying without air, uh, breathless, and during COVID, right? In front of the camera, it, it's all recorded in video, and he, he would do that in front of journalists. So basically, uh, it's obvious he lost the election in last year, 2022, and... He didn't want to. He didn't want to accept the results. So, I think it's very. I think it's kind of similar to what happened. To what happened in the yeah, capital he, attack. He got the idea from our president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't accept the results, and in January this year, uh, just just Google with January 8th Brazil. You will see the pictures. You will see the videos. They try. Uh, they tried a coup, uh, and mm. it failed. Almost 2,000 people went to jail, but they mm. destroyed buildings. And uh, man, I don't know those people. Those people, they like they went crazy, man. They were in front of they were in front of headquarters from the army, with <laughs> asking asking them to. Uh, to not let the the man who won the election, uh, what is what is the take, current guy's name? I, I can't remember his name. Uh, the the, the ex president? No, the current one, the one that won the election. The current one is Lula. Lula, and, okay. That's what, okay, yeah, and you know, he people, used, he was president before, wasn't he? Like a while he, back, he was president in from twenty two thousand two. To 2006, and then he won again, and he was president from 2006 to 2010. Okay. And then he had some problems and problems with the law. Okay. He went to jail. A politician and, having problems with the law—that's crazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> and he went to jail. It was a—it was a very delicate process because his lawyers were saying it was. He was, he was, he was being, I don't know the word, man. He was being like, uh, when you, when you use the police to, uh, oh, so they were kind of holding his life hostage in exchange for, you know, money or something like that. No, no, he, he went yeah. to jail, but, but his process weren't 100% legal. You know, they were oh, like, okay. they were like making illegal proofs and, they weren't uh, okay. respecting his right to to defend himself, things like that. So okay. basically, uh, th they did it like that, and his process was turned it off by the Supreme Court. Like it's do it doesn't exist no more because it broke all the all the uh, all the rules of the law in Brazil. So uh, now he he's just free and he's president again because mm -hmm. the other one was completely mad. He was imitating people dying without air during COVID in front mm -hmm. of the cameras and he lost the election. So basically what I'm saying is we have, we have problems in our society. You know, uh, I'm not here. I, I am not here standing for right or left. No, mm -hmm. no, no, I'm not doing it. I have my side. I have what I believe. And I think the 
I think what the extreme right is spreading around the world, uh, anti-vax and stuff mm -hmm. like that and flat earth, you know, those people, they are all yeah. out of their minds. They're, they're like back to the stone age. And uh, I say, man, it's, do you even open a newspaper in the morning? I'm sorry. I was saying it's just, it's wild how the information spreads. How you, yeah, like man. flat earth, for example, you know, it seems like something that people would just laugh at and it'd go away. But instead people latch onto it and it becomes like a popular thing to an extent. Yeah. Uh, I, I think part of it, I've, we've talked about on the show here before. I think part of it is people want to feel like they know something that other people don't know. And so they, they, they're part of like a, uh, like a higher group of people maybe or something. Um, but then I think part of it too is just people just do not want to be educated uh, very well. They, they will lock, they'll block off outside information because they don't, they just refuse to believe anything other people tell them if they don't already believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that might be, that might be true. Uh, uh -huh. People, people, they want to know something, right. That I don't know. They want to know the secret, right? Yeah. Uh, man, of course there are things we don't know, but that is definitely not the earth being flat. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we had, we had tele telescopes and satellites. They Just took go pictures up on top of a mountain. Of the you don't even need to go that high to yeah. prove it's round. <laughs> no, I, I see it in the Discovery Channel. They were like showing the earth and, and, and those two guys, they were like, Hey, mm -hmm. look, it's really, it, it's really, uh, in a ball, uh, <laughs> shape. And I was like, Oh, you swear it is. And mm -hmm. man, I, I, I don't know. I think we go from crazy, uh, crazy things like the earth being flat to little things like not letting a gay couple get married. So, mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's it's a little thing, but I'm saying uh, when it's it's kind of different thing because you look at the earth being flat and I, I kind of feel bad for the person. You know, I feel like, man, <laughs> what year are you living in? What age are you in? So basically what I'm saying is uh, we have we have we have to we are struggling these days to to make real information get to the people because uh, mm -hmm. false information, fake news, and... It's profitable. Like, people make so profitable. much money from fake information. It's, it's profitable. And the worst part, people believe it. I, I don't know why, yeah. but it, it, it can be the craziest thing. People will believe it. Maybe well, like not all the people, COVID, but a lot of people will. Yeah, it's like during COVID, they said, you know, don't get the vaccine, you know, it's poison, it'll track you, whatever yeah. excuse they come up with. But what we have over here will protect you, so buy our product. And so they make money by scaring people into buying their product. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's terrible. No, it's, it's completely really disheartening. Uh, and, you know, man, I think that we have ways to to make things get better. And, uh, 
going forward forward with the with our conversation i i think that one way is music you know and i i i don't talk about politics in my music to be honest mm-hmm. uh, but i think it's a platform and when you have a voice you have to use it and you got to say what you think and you got to stand for something and i always do it i i i don't lie about who i am so mm-hmm. if you go to my instagram you'll see what i stand for and you you won't see only music covers being posted you won't see only uh music art and music videos reels and promotion about my my songs no i also post about things i believe i also post when things happen and i say this is not cool this is not okay this is this is not being good for a lot of people and i think music music is a way and music is a weapon also not in the bad meaning of the world of the word uh <clears throat> music is a is a weapon for the good and art is a weapon for the good because not because what we say in the music or not because what we say in a movie or in a theater whatever but because the platform it gives you know that that is a way for us to look up to really intelligent th- things and not just uh crazy theories about things that no one can prove and yeah. and basically things that my 45 years old uncle would would say during a barbecue that's not the smartest thing one could say but uh yeah. I, i want to learn i want to learn what is right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i think the art is is a way for me to to do that and to reach people and to talk about stuff that not always is directly related with art or with music but that is important for me and for everybody else you know mm. yeah, for sure uh, before we continue i i do have to do the ad reads here real quick but i, I will get right back to the discussion here uh first up uh we have liquid iv Today's episode is brought to you by Liquid IV. Uh, Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being now in sugar-free flavors. So, as I say every week, and it remains true today, uh, I work out every day, and I like to stay hydrated. Uh, I don't like drinking a bunch of sugar or soda or anything like that. Uh, so I drink a bunch of water, and every once in a while, I just want some flavor added to it. So I get sugar-free Liquid IV. Lately, we've been having the lemon-lime flavor. Uh, we had white peach for a couple months there. We'll probably keep getting both of them at this point. Uh, but it's fantastic. It adds some flavor to the water, keeps me hydrated. Uh, Liquid IV has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. It also hydrates two times faster than water alone. Uh, they added white peach, green grape, and lemon lime uh, in the sugar-free. Uh, so you can try those out. They're very good. I mean... I've tried the sugar versions as well, the versions with sugar. It's also excellent. We had the watermelon one and strawberry lemonade. So they're both very good. Uh, so yeah, I like that it hydrates me. I like that I can get sugar free in it and it works really well. And I drink it literally every single day. Uh, 
One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Uh, contains eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness with three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks. It's non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Uh, get 20% off when you grab liquid IV, hydration, multiplier, sugar-free, or any other variant at liquidiv.com. That's liquidiv.com. And use code DJP15. Again, that's DJP, as in Digest Productions, 15 at checkout. It's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DJP15 at liquidiv.com. Thank you so much to Liquid IV for sponsoring the episode. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by Zencaster. We use Zencaster for every episode to record. It's super easy, super convenient to use. Uh, you know, before we use Zencaster, we were bouncing around from platform to platform, trying to find one that would make it easy for us to record and get all the guests in. And we were having such a hard time. And then I found Zencaster and we've been using it ever since. It's been fantastic. Uh, I just send the link out to the guests. They click on it, enter a display name, and we're good to go. Uh, everyone's audio tracks are separate. When we do video podcasts, all the videos are separate as well. It is so nice, so easy to use. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, it, like I said, it's just it's it's the best platform I've I've used for for podcasting. Uh, it's so easy. It's uh, to use and record a podcast with Zencaster. You log in using your browser and start recording a high quality podcast right away. Record studio quality sound and up to four K video with your guests. Uh, you can relax knowing that Zencaster's multi layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality even if the connection is unstable. So if it sounds kind of robotic and the audio is not quite there, it's breaking up a bit. You don't have to worry because when you when you go to edit the audio, the recording is perfectly fine because it records locally and then uploads to the cloud. So the audio is never going to get interrupted or distorted uh, over the, the connection of the internet. So that is a wonderful feature. Uh, if you've ever thought about podcasting before and realized that you need a lot of different tools and services, those days are over. Zencaster is all-in-one podcasting platform. You can create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and all the other major destinations. Uh, if you go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use my code DJP15, again, that's Zencaster, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com slash pricing, Use code DJP15. You'll actually get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. Uh, I want you to have the same easy experience as I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing. Use code DJP15 and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. Can't recommend Zencaster enough. We, like I said, we use them every single episode. Uh, they're, they're just hands down the best platform to use. It makes it so unbelievably easy. Uh, links will be in the description. Thank you for both of them for sponsoring the show. Back to the actual content. Yeah, you were saying uh, about using music to learn and kind of grow. Uh, what, as yeah. far as the growing aspect of that uh, from a musical standpoint, what have been some of the challenges you've faced when learning how to create music and you know produce it and things of that nature? 
so my challenges they are different uh i mean i have a challenge and when i overcome it there is a new one so at first when i when i was in the beginning my my biggest challenge was to to create music and to get it done as i envisioned it to be so mm-hmm. i wanted my music to sound in a certain way and it was very very hard for me to make it sound that way uh, and i i wanted to have a certain quality and it was very hard for me to to get that that quality i wanted so it took me it took me a while before i could i could get my my songs to the my music to mm-hmm. the level it is nowadays but when i finally got to that point that i would look at my songs and say this is exactly what i wanted to do this sounds mm-hmm. exactly as i wanted it to and i got to new challenges you know i i had challenges in in my socials i have challenges uh in the in, in reaching uh new publics and all that stuff that all the other artists are going through with their art but it's one thing at a time so right now um i'm focusing on perfecting my stuff and mm-hmm. because it already sounds how i want how how i want it to and when i when i think about a song in my head and i'm like i want to create something like this with this vibe about this topic i i just i just know how to do that you know what i'm saying so uh for example talking about dark desires when mm-hmm. i when i want when i when i thought about creating dark desires i knew what i wanted to i wanted to create a huge album and dark desires is huge and i'm saying not just about quality and stuff it's it's really a big album i got 21 tracks it's 70 minutes plus length and we got a deluxe version and all that stuff the quality is amazing i don't even have to say it's very 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 superior comparing to my to my last two albums and i i got to say my last two albums they did okay Uh, I dropped both of them this year and mm-hmm. the first one was in January. It's named If the Devil's Hiring, Tell Him I'm Unemployed. And the second one is Care For You. And my first album reached 10K streams only in Spotify. Um, Care For You is almost at 20K streams only at Spotify. Yes. And uh, I think that I know that's not like one million, two million, but it's something mm-hmm. because it means that people are listening. So from uh, from that point, I I I just realized that one album was very different from the other. They had different vibes. They have different flows, different beats, different you know. It was all different from each other, and when I when I envisioned Dark Desires, I was like, um, I want an album that has a dark but smooth aura, mm-hmm. and 
I wanted to I wanted to give sexual tensions. So I I talk about I talk about relationships and stuff and uh, different kinds of relationship and relationships and it's basically about sex and uh, it, it it came out to be a great album. Uh, I got myself astonished when I when I heard the the full thing and like the art cover, uh, everything that's going around it, and I think that is something. I, I don't know what I was talking about. Uh, you asked me about uh, the development with music and stuff. So doing this, uh, investing in in that artistic part of me and making it and making it real, it's something that makes me makes me better as a person somehow. I don't know how I don't know how to explain how I become better. But I feel like I do. I feel like I'm different because uh, every time I create my art, I find things about myself that I didn't know. So Dark Desires is is uh, is a, an album that has a very dark aura about sex and about uh, different kinds of relationships, uh, mainly those topics, but not only the, only those. And I'm pretty sure that when I make the next album after Dark Desires, it will be completely different from Dark Desires. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always changing. I'm always finding new things and I'm always I'm always being different than I was. And if I if I come to understand that, I don't know if I'm making myself clear, but if I come to understand that, I can also develop myself as a person and as a human being. And that is part of the process of being, being better as a person. I'm not saying being smarter or being superior to anyone. No, I'm just saying being better than myself, being better than I was, you know? So I think that that's not the only way, but that is a way that the art and the music and all the art, all the arts, they can help people develop themselves. Yeah, it is. It, like you said, it. You mentioned it. It's interesting watching how people evolve when they when they're working on you know one project to the next, and seeing how different they can become over time, and how they grow as people, uh, based on like what it is their music is about and things like that. Um, I mean, you look at a lot of popular art. I mean, I don't like using Kanye West as an example a lot of the times. Uh, he, but you can see it like in his early albums, you know, going from, uh, you know, college dropout, late registration. It, you know, there's a slight mood shift, but they're somewhat similar. You get to uh, graduation and it's, it's a bit different. There's a lot more... Uh, you know, like electronic elements in there, auto tune. Yeah. Uh, then what was it? 808s and Heartbreak. It's a completely different album from the yeah. previous three. Uh, and I think after 808s and Heartbreak was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, I think was the next one. And that's, again, wildly different than all of the previous ones. And uh, that was my favorite one, I think, growing up. I, I really liked that album. Um, 
and then I'm not as I I have listened to like his other albums, but they were not they just they didn't connect with me as much as the the other ones. Um and then on on top of that, obviously he's had a lot of issues personally uh and publicly to say the yeah. least. Yeah. Um, but like I said, you, you can see like how these artists change uh one as they get older and two is like they're creating different music and trying to explore different sounds and uh just come up with something new. Cause I think it's very easy to get stuck making the same music over and over and over again, or not even music related. It's very easy to just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again because you get comfortable doing it. You know, you're not worried about it getting messed up because you you're so used to doing it. I think that's part of what makes creating content fun is trying to learn new things and do different things and do, you know, be different and just educate yourself on things like that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And it's a risk. Mm hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's always that chance you're going to try something new and it just doesn't work at all. Uh, and I mean, I've had that happen plenty of times, uh, but it, I feel like it's, it's almost always worth doing uh, just because you get that experience. If you're always doing the same thing, you're not learning anything new. You're not gaining different experiences. Uh, I mean, I, I had that exact experience with my, you know, my current job. Uh, I had a very nice, I mean, my last job, I was making very good money. I was, you know, in a very comfortable position. There was, I was never at a risk uh, of losing the job or anything like that. And, you know, it was easy. It was pretty easy. Uh, but I was very, very bored. I wasn't happy with what I was doing. I didn't enjoy what I did. And so I, you know, I took the new job that I'm in now and I don't make as much money. So I, I've been doing stuff on the side to make up for that different uh, freelance stuff, but it, I wanted to learn how to do different things and uh, improve myself and, you know, provide myself with the opportunity to, to grow as a person so that in the future I'll have all of these extra skills and experiences that I can rely on to continue to keep moving forward. Um, there's a lot of people in my life that do not do that for sure, uh, where they're very much happy just staying at their job and saying, Oh, I've, I'm comfortable. I'm safe. I don't want to change. Um, yeah. It's an interesting uh, dynamic to see how people do different things. Yeah. I, I think man, that we, we need, we need to be happy. We need to feel, mm -hmm. uh, we need, we need to feel that, we're making ourselves happy the way we deserve to be. And mm. there is no problem in, in people that are comfortable in, in nine to fives. I, I, I don't think there, there's a problem with that. I, I think that, are you really happy with your nine to five? Because, mm. because, because the system in, in this system, we are just living in the, automatic mode like automatic pilot and we don't we don't take a time to reflect about our lives and how we are feeling about ourselves stuff like that mm -hmm. so sometimes we are we are not even happy but we are just going on and on and on 
every day and we work all day we get back home we watch something on tv and we fall asleep and there right. then there's the alarm in the morning and you go back to work and mm-hmm. look if you're happy doing that it's okay but if you're not happy with that you'll need to reflect about it right and don't, yeah i was gonna say I, don't get me wrong i i understand why people don't do what i did and just change jobs suddenly because I can totally understand why people would be scared by that. They're worried, like, what if it doesn't work out? Now I'm at a place that's worse. I'm even less happy, you know, whatever. Like, I get why people wouldn't do it. Uh, at the same time, it if you're able to, like, take a risk and, you know, try something new and it, and it'll benefit you, I think it's worth going for. Yeah, man, uh, I, I think... As human beings, we it's normal to be afraid of uncertainty and and change and change. And sometimes we don't wanna we don't wanna go into into those lands. We just wanna mm-hmm. stay where where we, we feel safe. And uh, I think we always have to we always have to break through and to face the change because. You, we can't be safe in our own zone forever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like at, 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 at best, at best, if nothing goes wrong in one's life, uh, we're going to face death one day. So that will be a big change for us. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we won't be able to run from it. So I think that uh, everyone is different and everyone has a, a, a different way to to understand and to and to process how things happen but i think that we all need to face things that makes us uncomfortable because sometimes uncomfortable things will happen and it doesn't matter if we want it or not so we better be ready for it Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's very good to to change. And art is very challenging, and it makes us change. Some people change for good. Some people some people change for bad. But I think that we need to to understand what we want, and and we need to we need to to be clear in our minds. Like I want this. I want this mm-hmm. because this is going to make me happy and I'm going to live for that because uh, I don't think that we get happy from money. I'm not saying that money is bad, but it's not the only thing that matters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and we, and we, and we got to sort it out. Think about uh, all the areas in our lives, not only the financial area, also the financial area. But not only that, we have other things to consider. We have relationships. We have to take care of our health. And I don't know if you believe in something or not, but a lot of people also think that it's good to take care of uh, our spirituality. So uh, if we focus only in one thing, what's going to happen with the other, other areas of our lives? And... 
I, I think that's important for us and, and it's also part of the process. Uh, by the way, man, I, I'm proud of what you did and I'm happy that you're happy now. I'm glad that you're happy now. Mm -hmm. And I, I wish you all the success in what you choose to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I said, I, in my personal experience, it's just I don't want to settle, you know? I don't want to just yeah. feel like I'm stuck doing something just because it's safe. Uh, I I think there's a fine line between doing something, like taking a chance and, you know, trying to be happy and being stupid. Like there's definitely yeah. scenarios in which you're taking a risk where you don't have to. And I know exactly. people definitely do that. But uh, like there are tons of people like I'll use social media, for example. You see it fairly often where people quit their jobs and try and become famous on Twitch or YouTube. I would not recommend just quitting your job and going for that. Uh, it's, it's not a recipe for success, but if you're in a position where you already have some success doing something, then yeah, go, you can try it, but I wouldn't uh, put yourself in harm's way on a, a chance necessarily. But yeah, like, like you said, it, it's, it's definitely important to try and be happy if you can, like, if if you're not happy somewhere, it's not worth it, regardless of how like well off, like comfortable and safe you are. If you're not happy, it's 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 not going to be worth it. You got to find something that makes you happy. Yeah, and time flies, man. If if you're yeah. not happy, you won't have you won't have all the time in the world. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I don't I don't want you to dox yourself or anything, but like. I know for me, like I'm 29, I'll be 30 in February. I, the reason I, one of the reasons I took this job was I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, I am at the time I was 28. I was like, I'm, I'm getting closer to 30 and I'm not where I want to be. I'm like, I, I need to change this. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to be 30, 35 years old, 40 years old and be like, Oh, my life is half over and I am not even close to where I want to be. Uh, I, the sooner you start working towards where you want to be, the better, because the longer you wait, the more likely it is you're gonna, you know, not make those decisions to to go forward. I think. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I've expended my my topic list. I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on here before we wrap. We're a little over an hour. Uh, no, uh, I don't know if I can. Can I say my socials socials in here? Uh, yeah, I, I was going to ask you before we wrapped. Yeah, where can people go to, to check out all your stuff? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at FPN Norway. And I'm also on X and you can find me there at I am FPN Norway. You type all together, no punctuation. It's just uh, I'm, I'm using only those two socials so far. And yeah, I'm on Instagram at FPN Norway and I'm on X at I am FPN Norway. Nice. And links will be in the description as well. So you guys can click through, check it all out. Uh, you can go check out deadjesterproductions.live. It's our website. It's got links to all of our stuff on there. Nice, clean refreshed uh, website brand new and uh go check out liquid iv and zencaster uh, use code djp15 get discounts on both of those 
can't thank them enough for sponsoring the show. And thank you so much for, for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm really glad we got to have this, this chat and talk about the things we talked about. It was, it was a fun time. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much, man. And thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you next time.